This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. No, I've never seen them before. That one on the black's quite the popping, Jay. When the brutal English Civil War finally came to an end in the mid-17th century, the weary cavaliers and roundheads put away their weapons and tried to get back to normal life. In the case of Captain John Lye, played by Charles Dance, that meant working on his farm with his younger wife Fanny and their ten-year-old son Arthur. Her name was Fanny Lye, but she weren't the same woman then. She'd only known the land, the toil, Black Hill Farm from Eastern Edge to Western Wood. In Oliver Cromwell's Puritan Protectorate, entertainment was cut to virtually nothing. The only book on Black Hill Farm is the Bible. The one time the family goes out is to church on Sunday. And levity of any sort is punished. John Lye isn't one to spare the rod. But as the title of the film, Fanny Lye Delivered, suggests, this is not John's story. It's the story of his wife, Fanny, played by Maxine Peake. It was her world. Till the day the strangers came and delivered Fanny Lye from one life into the next. What changes things is the unexpected arrival of a young couple who break into the farm while the family is at church. In fact, they arrive stark naked, though they steal some of the lie's clothes before the family returns home. Who goes there? Oh, I don't mean no one. I'll send thee back to Satan. Bring your pants, sure, what it looks like. My wife, sir, she's, she's exhausted and cold. And I'm without clothes, you understand? I'll allow you to stay till the morning. Thomas Ashbury and his wife Rebecca throw themselves on Captain Lye's mercy. They were robbed. Rebecca is ill. Lye is suspicious but reluctantly agrees to let them stay overnight before taking them to the constable in town. Tom's easy charm contrasts with Lye's unbending rectitude, so Fanny's inclined to give the young interlopers the benefit of the doubt. Laughter has been a rare occurrence on the farm. You're wasting your time, Mr Ashby. I'm far too set in my ways. You always feel yourself to me. But the young couple are not entirely what they seem. Rebecca, and particularly Tom, are free thinkers in more ways than one. And far from being victims of crime, it turns out they're wanted themselves by the authorities. We are in pursuit of a pair of licentious heretics who did partake in profane display at a tavern less than five miles from this ground. 
John Lyre's suspicion of his young guests is equalled only by a dislike and mistrust of the overdressed high sheriff. Against his better judgment, he protects the Ashburys, but he lives to regret it when they go behind his back, suggesting that Fanny Lyre might like to be delivered from this dreary life. I must consider your eternal soul. Fanny Lai delivered promises and then delivers a fascinating folktale. Much of its power lies in the fact that we barely know the rules of 1657. Fifty years after the free and easy age of Queen Elizabeth and Shakespeare, England has taken godliness to extremes. The war against the tyranny of kings seems to have resulted in something just as bad. Why, you miserable brigand. Now you just stay where you are and hold your peace. I'm sorry to do this to you, Captain John, but them men out there, they mean us harm. And I can't let them come in here. And Sandy, sir, don't hurt my son. Ma'am, that is not my desire. But behind closed doors, freedom of thought and behaviour refused to be suppressed, it seems. Certainly the Ashbury show no intention of being taken anywhere, no matter what the cost, to the Lye family. Sir, we've done all you ask of us. Now I humbly ask of you... Leave us be. Uh, uh, it's not so simple, not more. They make be out there waiting. There's violence to come. We've yet to see how far the Lord High Sheriff will go to get what he wants, while the increasingly desperate Tom warns the family he's also prepared to do whatever it takes. As he tells Captain John, the recent war made worse men out of both of them. Father! I don't want to do it, but I will if you force me to. You haven't got the belly for it. I've done worse than my time. So have you. Easter. As he says. Eat your wife, sir. She's got an head on her. But while the men fight, the real battle is for the soul of Fanny Lye. Fanny Lye Delivered is written and directed by Thomas Clay, who unusually comes from a sound and music background. Clay composed the music as well, just about all played on authentic 17th century instruments. So it sounds exotic, it's set in an unfamiliar time and place and good performances ensure our sympathies shift throughout the film. It's as much fable as it is story perhaps but it's all the more intriguing because you suspect much of it may be true. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.